1: Personal responsibility, political accountability, and corporate culpability. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get
0: up. up, 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 up. We must eliminate poverty. I don't care what color the person, a child. Get up.
2: See a glass half empty, but our obstinacy see a glass half full. Are we locked into regressive mentality that things unseen? If you try to fail and then succeed, which have you done? Do you ask enough questions or do you settle for what you know? The only questions that really matter are the ones you ask yourself. Welcome to Mental Dialogue. All I ask is that you think, think, think. think.
0: I am your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with co-host Amber Page, and welcome to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. We are the return of Intelligent Radio as we ensure the free flow of opinions and push the envelope on the questions America's afraid to ask in the mainstream media. Good morning, Amber. Thank you, Queen, for being with me this morning. I'm super excited about this morning show. I've worked extra hard to get this thing and make it right. We have a returning special guest, uh, Marilyn O'Dwini, with us. Uh, Thank you, both of you, for being with us. But, Amber, if you will, say hello to the truth seekers. Say hello to Marilyn. If you want to give any background, you can. We're going to be introducing you to the world later today. Uh, So glad to be doing that as well, but glad to have you with McQueen. Good morning, Montoya
1: and Marilyn. Can you hear me Okay.
0: Yep, coming through loud and clear. You good you good this morning? All
1: right.
0: I'm good. How are you? Doing well, doing well, doing well. All right, Marilyn, well you've okay. been on this thing before so you know how we work. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Amber did I cut you off, I'm sorry. Oh, it's
1: okay, you're good.
0: Okay, just checking, just checking. All right, but, yeah, Marilyn, you've been with us before, and so if you will, Queen, uh, say hello and introduce yourself. Uh, This morning's discussion question, you're kind of pumping to us in a quite different role as our cognitive behavior therapist, specialist, expert, all those things and above. Again, you are a queen of many hats, if you will, uh, but I think that's the one that applies to this morning's discussion question, uh, why women cheat and why men can't take it. So, again, thank you for being with us, Queenie. Say hello to the True Seekers and get into your background in reference to today's discussion question.
3: Good morning again. My name is um, Marilyn Androian. I'm happy to be here. And as you mentioned, Montoya, I am a cognitive behavioral therapist working primarily with women, um, predominantly mothers. So these are um, family women, and, um, a lot of my background is in um working with women in their marital and their um child relationships so um I do have quite a bit of experience in um working with with women and families who are going through our particular topic today, so I'm really excited about sharing some different perspectives about um about this particular topic.
0: Uh, sounds good well, eve as we always start um our Just simply, your first thought when you saw the question worded, specifically the way that it was worded, why women cheat and why men can't take it, can you recall your initial thought when you saw the question worded in that particular way? Uh,
1: My initial thought was, oh, I have something on this topic. (laughs) Uh, Oh, you ready to go this
0: morning. Oh, I'm
1: ready. (laughs) Let's
4: go Let's talk about it Let's be real That was my initial
1: That was my initial thought It's like okay I, I could chime in on this one for sure <laughs> As a woman um, You know we've all come into I guess we've all come into Situations where we had to uh, Even ask that question Of ourselves Like why can't they handle it <laughs> So <laughs>
0: That was my first thought. So you ain't got nothing to say because you don't know why we can't handle it. No, I'm just <laughs> Well, I I kind of know, you know. I know y'all y'all kind, so
1: I kind of know a little bit, you know, just based off my you, you experience. Think you,
0: know. you think you know? you And what you I've think heard. You think you know, darling?
1: So, the, the ladies, know.
0: Y'all don't know why we can't take it. Y'all don't know. No, I'm just kidding. All right, Marilyn. So I'm gonna shoot that same question to you. You know, and again, this is just our initial start. Start before we get hot and heavy into the topic. Because again, this is a question that has many layers. I'm again, I'm very excited about the places we're gonna take this um, as we do this. These couple of hours, and we might could do three hours on this. one to be honest with you, when it comes to why we can't take it, if I, if I wanted to be real with y'all, but I don't know if I'm gonna okay. let that out the back. For y'all, you know what I mean? I might, I might. <laughs> hopefully, some people get in on it. But, uh, but if you will, Marilyn, when you saw the question, well, you actually helped me put the question together, Like, right, right? I reached out uh, to you and yeah, said, uh-huh. you know, how are we going to word it this week? How are we going to word it this week? So you kind of came, matter of fact, you came up with wording it that way. So maybe instead of asking you what was your initial thought, uh, when I said, how do we market this thing, and you came up with that particular. Verbiage, if you will, uh, what you know kind of what made you say let's word, let's word it that way. I think I'll ask you that way since you helped put together the question uh, in this particular way, if you will.
3: mainly because that um, it, it, it's just a reality that um, we face, and you know it's clear that a lot of times that um women and men are just kind of built and conditioned differently um, when it comes to relationships period but also, you know, these types of struggles and relationships and what we can tolerate and what we can handle. And so, um, and it's just, I guess I'm going to base it on common knowledge or just common experience is that um, when the shoe is on the other foot, it tends to be that, that men are much less equipped um, both socially and um, psychologically to handle it. Versus how women would be able to
0: handle it. So you're basically saying we some punks, huh? <laughs> I I tell lie. So you might be on to something if that is what you're trying to say. You know what I mean? You might be on to something. Like I said, I don't know if any fellas out there, you know, listen, y'all can help me out. I don't know if I'm going to let the cat out the bag on why we really can't take it, but you might be you might know a little something, something. You might know a little something, something. I'm going to run that back to you, Amber. You see how she put it all professionally and explained that, you know, there's psychological reasons and there's social reasons why we might can't. Take it. What you, what you got to say, Amber? Like, like just real quick before we go to the first break. I just want to know if your answer was all professional because you saying you know something. Let me, what, what you know? Well, what I'll say is <laughs> that women
1: funny. are taught to be able to handle things with grace. And we just, you know, we're resilient. We are forgiving. And, you know, those are the just the characteristics that, you know, we just naturally have, you know. So there's some truth to what she's saying for sure. I wouldn't call y'all punk. I would just say that, you know, it takes a strong man to be able to overcome uh, a cheating partner or infidelity. So, you know, it takes strength. And it, with those, with that strength, it sometimes comes those softer characteristics
0: that women just naturally have. Okay, so I got I got my therapist, Kelly calling us punks, and I got my co host saying y'all tougher than us. Man, this gonna be a hard show. I can see that already. This gonna be a hard show. But we up against the first break. When we come back, we are gonna get hot hot and heavy with this morning's discussion question why women cheat and why men can't take it. Um We'll see if anybody want to get in. I, I reached out this week trying to get some of the fellas to call in. I, uh, you know, we, they, y'all, they, they probably listening, but they may not call <laughs> in, which might prove both of y'all right. I'm just throwing it out. I, I wouldn't be surprised, and it's my slight way to challenge the fellas listening to get in on this discussion with us, if you will. But uh, that is our first. We all forget our first break. We'll be right back. Why women cheat and why men can't take it with our special guest, Marilyn Odwini We'll be right back. All I ask is that you think. My name is Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. I am the owner and facilitator of the Mental Dialogue Community Support Group focused on practical solutions and the collective thinking of the black community. We do that one of two ways. Every third Friday, 7 p.m. at Urban Grind, or Saturday mornings, the Mental Dialogue talk show, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Contact us at mentaldialogue.com or on Facebook at Mental Dialogue. All I ask is that you think. Big Tits Media Group is a full-service design agency with tools available to help clients communicate with audiences through visual and digital media. So what exactly does that mean? You need graphic design, call Big Sis Media. You need web design, call Big Sis Media. You need audio or video production, call Big Sis Media. You need a branded strategy for your business, call Big Sis Media. <laughs> Damn, they do everything, don't they? Nope, even better, they're professionals. Whatever service you need, they do a consultation, send over a contract with a deadline, and meet that deadline. A true one-stop shop for all your digital and media needs, all at an affordable price. What's their website and phone number? BigSysMediaGroup.com. 404-465-4348. Again, that's BigSysMediaGroup.com. Call them at 404-465-4348.
5: I can't see it coming down my eyes, so i got to make this song cry. A face of stone was shocked on the other end of the phone. Word back home is that you had a special friend. To what was oh so special then You have given away without getting at me That's your fault How many times you forgiven me How was I to know that you was plain sick of me I know the way a nigga living was whack She don't get a nigga back like that Shit, I'm a man with pride You don't do Shit like that you don't just pick up and leave and leave me sick like that. You don't throw away what we had just like that. I was just fucking them girls. I was going to get right back. They say you can't turn a bad Girl, good. But once a good girl's gone bad, she's gone forever. I'm on forever. Shit. I got to live with the fact I did you wrong forever. I can't see them coming down my eyes. So I got to make the song cry.
0: I can't see them coming down my eyes. So I, gotta song. so I gotta make this song cry. Why women cheat and why men can't take it? So I discussed the question this morning. Special co-hosts: Amber Page. Special guest: Marilyn O'Dwini. Classic song by Hove, and and he said he was just messing with them girls. He was gonna get right back. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's just late. take it right. Let's just late. go right there. Let's just, let's go right there, Amber. Go ahead. I see you jumping in. What, what you got I'm to say? Saying, I mean, I'm just saying I, that I that, that song that was heartfelt. That, so, that song that song was late. heartfelt. Not that not not that I put a sister through it, but I understood what home was coming through. I'm just keeping it above. Like I feel I feel I the brother's pain. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I come from that can't cry, don't cry era. So we had to make the song cry. Go ahead, Amber. What you got?
1: Yeah, no, that's my cut. I like
0: that one. I think I was singing along with Jigger. See, see, Definitely. so you already know. You already know. All right, uh, Marilyn, you know, again I think you think that's the right place to start if you ask me, especially in this generation, if you will. I think I think there's some generation generational aspects to this conversation. Or maybe it's always been this way. Um your thoughts uh to to him saying, Hey man, I was just messing with them girls. I was gonna get mm-hmm. right back. You don't do it you don't do a brother like that. Don't do a brother like that. We can't take it. What's your thoughts, Queen? Uh, well,
3: definitely. Um, I think I mentioned this to you previously that men are much more capable of compartmentalizing their lives and their various, you know, needs and thought processes, more so than women are. You know, women are much more holistic in that sense versus men. So if if he just wants to sex someone, or if it can just it can literally just be about sex for a man when it comes to him stepping out of a relationship, you know, and messing with other women. So for them, you know, he may not even ever consider this other woman or other women as, you know, or, or some someone that might interfere in his primary relationship or in his marriage. But for women, um, it's very different most of the time. And I'm going to give a caveat, you know, um, here, or should I say a disclaimer, that there's always <laughs> – a, um, exceptions to the rule, of course. You know, um, there, there are clearly men out there who, you know, um, step outside of the relationship because of, you know, real issues in the relationship, and there are women who are out there just because they want, you know, some strange, you know, <laughs> sex and you know, some, you know, some <laughs> different experience. So it's not, um, you know, there's not definitely only one way to go about it. There are exceptions, but predominantly the rule is what you know I'm saying here is that what men can. Conc- compartmentalize and step outside of the relationship with um, no intention of leaving the relationship and um, they just have one particular need to meet or they just, you know, had one particular situation that, you know, they got into. But with women, it tends to be that there's a larger picture, a larger problem going on in the relationship before they step out.
0: Now it makes sense. I know when I think about this and you know, all of us are, um, whether you've had personal experience or have friends that have been through the experience, uh, I definitely know, uh, or, and, you know, you see, you even see it in movies or, if you will, or on TV or whatever, but even knowing firsthand that, that mm-hmm. in a sense, when somebody's in the position of, as we hear Ho talk about, you know, like you said, men be able to compartmentalize it, the one thing that uh, a, a woman often asks uh, when it's discovered is, did you love her? Like, I've, I've mm-hmm. seen, you know, I've heard of that. You know, obviously, like I said, we've seen it on movies and things of that nature because, mm-hmm. like, to a certain extent, as y'all said, kind of equipped to deal with it. But that question is the thing that she, she, she asked knowing, well, not every woman mm-hmm. knows this, but generally speaking, a lot of you do. She asked that question because that's what she's trying to figure out, almost like you said, because there absolutely are those exceptions where, you know, it ain't just the sex sometimes. And, you know, the men can be stepping out, kind of generally speaking, for the very same reasons that we feel like women often will, which is we simply say it quite often, there's something missing in the relationship, uh, which, Mm -hmm. you know, gives – General speaking reason for, in a sense, why women may do it, whereas, you know, you know, I'm going to say it kind of raw for, you know, some men are doing it just to get their rocks off, if you, if you will. Like you said, some women can do it for that reason mm-hmm. as well. But that did you love her is almost the answer to that question is almost a determination of how we resolve this granted that the man's trying to you know obviously getting discovered, trying to hide it and getting caught in the moment is one thing in itself, but that did you love her question kind of speaks uh you know to to what what you're saying there, uh Marilyn. But either way, Amber, Marilyn, either one of y'all can kinda of jump in, but I again that's that question always seems to point how this is very different between the genders, if you will. Mm-hmm. You wanna take it to you? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I would say that for sure, for a woman, just, you know, generally speaking, you know, there's going to be some type of um, disclosure that there is a problem before a woman decides, oh, okay, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get my needs met elsewhere. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that's key, and, you know, with a woman is just the fact that we're going to reveal, you know, what the issue or what the concern is before we just jump out there and say, okay, I'm going to get my needs met elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, whereas I think for a man, a man, it could just simply be about sex. You know, it could be about, you know, that solely. So that doesn't require love. Mm-hmm. You know, so I wouldn't personally ask that question. I wanna know why, just in general why, and if it was because you just simply couldn't resist, then I wanna know that you know, but I could care less if you love her because I mean that people don't that's not enough, you know, mm-hmm. so you have to you have to get to a point where the love has to. That's secondary as far as I'm concerned when it comes to cheating.
0: Okay, okay, Marilyn, any thoughts to what Amber, you know, how she sees it? we we'll, we got a caller out there, too. For the caller, if you want to get in, you do have to press 1. Let me give the number out for anybody else out there that may be listening and want to get in on this discussion. The number to get in is 646-787-1691. Again, that number six four six seven eight seven one six nine one. 646-787-1691. You will need to press 1 to let us know you want to speak. But, yeah, Marilyn, any thoughts um how – how Amber sees um, this this aspect of did you love her or like she said that's secondary for her
3: um i I agree to a great extent um that the the love is not the necessarily the primary thing if this depends on how the woman has already decided to proceed, depending on the answer. so if a woman is trying to preserve her relationship or her marriage, her family and things like that she may want to know, okay, was it just about sex or do you love this person? Because love means that he may be ready to leave the relationship. He may be ready Mm -hmm. to move on with this person. And that jeopardizes, you know, her family. That jeopardizes her relationship that she's trying to preserve. So from that perspective, you know, it may be a huge concern for a woman. Okay, did you love her? Um, For someone who is not attached or doesn't really or isn't so attached or is willing to move on from the relationship or has no intention of staying in spite of the infidelity, then it it, it really would be secondary and wouldn't matter as
4: much, right. you know, to
3: that person. Exactly. And I do agree. No, nah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, when, when it comes to women, um, they are not going to typically um, go and have, you know, um, um, outside affairs, extramarital affairs, Without the problem already being evident, already having been disclosed, she's tried to get counseling, tried to get therapy, tried to talk, and tried to mitigate it in so many ways, but just wasn't getting her needs met. And so it's very rare that that will happen without the problem itself already being evident to her. She's tried to make it evident to him, and it just wasn't being resolved in a way that was um, satisfactory right.
0: Nah, it definitely makes sense. Um, you know, as, it, kind of, as I hear you break it down, when I think about it, vice versa, again, this concept of why men can't take it um, to a certain extent, it could bring, it could kind of, either typically because we have this understanding that. that uh, it's more emotional at least again this is the thought right it's more emotional when ladies are stepping out uh, or deciding mm-hmm. to step out of a situation than the yeah, men just assume it so they don't even really get they to a certain extent i mean you know obviously every like i said there can be exceptions but we just assume mm-hmm. You know that is that is gone, or that you are emotionally out of it to a, to a degree. Or you got mm-hmm. men who, even if it is just sex, just the way we are built and conditioned, you kind of mentioned that, Marilyn. That that in okay. itself is 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 too hard to take. Like it don't matter mm-hmm. why you did it. You just shouldn't have did okay. it. You just shouldn't mm-hmm. have did it, damn it. And and you mm-hmm. doing it, and that's it. That's the end of this. I, I do love you, but my pride. Makes me step out, even though my heart wants to fight for this. Like that's kind of how men can receive it, because we we're sensitive like that, whether we like to admit it or not. Uh, your 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 thoughts on that, if you will, Marilyn.
3: Um, And that your last point um, is very true. That despite a, a lot of what you know, um, men project um, in their relationships, or you know, with each other and with women, um, men. From my experience can tell are are tend to be more sensitive than women you know um in terms of ego and pride and things like that way more sensitive and can't really you know handle or the same things that a woman's ego you know and um and esteem can handle um uh, based on you know their relationship and so men a lot of times in terms of being vulnerable and um and to any other human being, it's usually within that relationship, within their marriage, within their intimate relationship, that they are able to be, you know, uh, truly vulnerable, truly open about a lot of things. And so when they are um, faced with – so so, it, 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 they, they feel vulnerable, right? let me just say you that, within that relationship. And so when they're faced with, you know, this kind of, you know, um, um, situation – uh, with infidelity and her stepping out and kind of giving that space that he kind of felt was his is very hard for him to take because a lot of times men don't have the same type of vulnerability in relationships with their male friends. It's only with their their wives and their intimate partners that they can feel that kind of vulnerability um, and um, and openness. So that is kind of, they they feel it's a lot more, violating to them in that respect, then women would take it. It is a violation for women as well, but women, we have, you know, circles of friends. We are very vulnerable with each other and we have people that we can rely on and, you know, talk to and cry on their shoulders if things like that happen, but rarely do men have circles like that where they can find someone else to go and talk to. usually only within their intimate relationships that they do that comfortably. I don't know if that makes sense to you.
0: No, it makes sense, cause no, we don't do that. Let's mm-hmm. keep it a book. Heck, no, we are not mm-hmm. doing that. You gonna get clown if you come hanging out with the fellas <laughs> want we'll to do that. You might could do that with your closest partner. You know what I mean? You got mm-hmm. your guy, your one guy you could do that with. But even that's mm-hmm. on, you know, not like I say, not on that level. So, nah, that's that's a real mm-hmm. thing. Uh, Amber, any thoughts? I want to I give a, you know a couple more thoughts to this as well, but I want to make sure um, you you know you have any thoughts on that. Go ahead, Queen. Oh yeah, no, I'm
1: I'm listening. I, I would definitely I just want to say that for for I think for men, um, just when I think about relationships, I just think that um, we tend to feel like you know the other person is mine. This is my possession. How dare you, uh, you know, share what's mine with someone else you know, regardless mm-hmm. of what might have prompted that. Um, I think men have a greater, well, I ain't going to say greater, but it's its about possession, I think. You know, it's mine, and you gave mine away. And, you know, Jay-Z said the thing, you know, said the same mm-hmm. thing. It's, you know, that's mine. How you going to, you know, get me back like mm-hmm. that or, you know, whatever the case may be. It's like you could have did anything but that, you know. Um, so I think no, possession is, is a thing that, yeah, that, you know, plays a, a huge part in a man's response to why he can't handle, um, you know, that cheating.
0: No, absolutely. I mean, I think all we all as humans um, should be taught, just to throw this out here, should be taught that love doesn't equal possession. Uh, it's something that we mm-hmm. have to be taught because, um, you know, in our, in our, at least here's my perspective, and I'm pretty sure, Marilyn, you can speak to this. And I don't want to go too deep into this, but i like to throw it out there because, again, some of us never have learned what I just said, that love does not equal possession. And if you think about human development as a child, that which you love, in your mind, you, you you possess that like your mother is your mother you know to a certain extent mm-hmm. your toys are your toys you know what I mean you have to teach your children how to share because naturally as a you know as a as a child when all the attention is on you for to a certain extent it's not something you naturally learn for the most part you teach children to share, but in teaching them to share is things so to a certain extent some people never are taught the concept of that which you love is not yours and so we do have mm-hmm have this, you know, you are mine, like we even say it in our context of our, you know, our language, not understanding mm-hmm. that it's a mistake to even consider possession. So that can kind of run both ways, but I do agree with you, Amber, uh, if, if, you know, for a male with his ego never learning that, he could definitely, in a sense, be couldn't quote, unquote, become controlling because of that mindset. And and, and the thing mm-hmm. that comes up quite often uh, with this discussion, we got about a minute before we go to the next break, uh, but what also comes up, and we didn't even mention it to a certain extent, but listening to Jay-Z's double standard within the cut, right? So I did it, but how you going to do it, you don't get me back like that. So the double standard mm-hmm. is one, as you said, compartmentalizing, and a lot of times when I've had these similar dialogues in the past, it is Definitely, you know, sisters who are maybe not in the under not that don't have an understanding of how men compartmentalize. So, what they will always say is, Well, if you know you don't want to be hurt like that, and you know you're sensitive about that, how can you do that? To her. And so that ends up being this double standard to a certain extent um, conditioned mm-hmm. by society. And we can get into that um, when we come out of the break. I'm going to go ahead and go to this break for anybody that they're listening. This is your first time listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. We are not a politically correct show. So when you hear this cut by Eddie Murphy, you can already assume how this is going to go. Uh, we keep it real and raw on this show. I'm glad to have our guest and my co host. Why women cheat and why men can't take it So that's, this is a very deep Serious conversation But let's have a little fun with it as well We'll be right back Where all I ask is that you think
6: Women gonna do it classy They don't fuck around like us They gonna do it classy It's like hey I don't do this often I'm gonna do it right You know when your woman's gonna fool around When you keep messing her over Then eventually she says some shit like this uh, You know I think I'm gonna go to the Bahamas By myself for the weekend And you say you want me to go with you? You don't know just me and my girlfriends are going. Just me and my friends. And we so stupid, we start thinking about all the pussy we can get while she gone. You gonna go by yourself? Yes. Okay. And send your woman off to the romantic Bahamas by herself? By herself? To the Bahamas? She's walking on the beach, she laid out all day and got a tan. Your woman is fine and got a body looking right. She's walking on the beach crying. In the Bahamas, lovers on the beach making love. She's all by herself walking along, feeling sad, thinking about you and everybody. It's real romantic. The, motion, the ocean is shimmying off. The, 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 the moon is shimmying off the ocean and your woman's standing there looking at it and crying and all of a sudden a dude named Dexter walks up. <laughs> Dexter St. Jock. You walk up swinging his dick. Any good at smooth Bahamas shit on your woman. What a beautiful girl like you doing by yourself on the island of love. This is the island for lovers. You should be being held right now. Girl, what you crying about?
7: I'm having some problems with my boyfriend, so I came down here to think it over. But
6: tell you me know what hotel that your man's staying in me. Go over there and tell him that you treat a woman like you, like a princess. If you are a white woman, I make love to you constantly. <laughs> what hotel this man staying in? Yeah.
7: He's back in New
6: York. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> well, listen, girl. Won't you come back around my place, we sit down and talk it over. But all we're going to do is talk. <laughs> Take your woman to his house and roll in them big-ass Bahama joints. <laughs> shit this big and shit. Put some of that Bob Molly music on. Now y'all know Bob be preaching, and then She she? Don't let him fool you, oh, no.
7: na 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 Or even try to screw ya, oh, yeah. Could this be love? Then
6: be love. Dick swinging. Next thing you know, Dexter is fucking your woman. Well. Send your woman home, floating on air. Walk through the door like this. I shot the sheriff.
5: And we so stupid we think it was the weather. We'd be going, hey baby, you need to get away more often.
0: And she'd be like this. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the the halaha Talk Show. I have your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with co-host Amber Page. Our special guest is Marilyn O'Dwini, cognitive behavioral therapist for this morning's discussion question. Why women cheat and why men can't take it? Classic bit by one of my favorite comedians of all time, Eddie Murphy. Again, like to put a little light on it, but there's a lot that we could delve into. we got a couple of callers out there. If you want to get in on this morning's discussion, you will need to press 1 at the time that you want to speak. If you're online and want to get in, the number is 646 Seven one six nine one, but man, I think I'll let you start off. Any thoughts uh, from that cut again? It's one of my favorite favorite bits from from. Eddie Murphy, I've quoted it a million times, you know, could this be love? That bit is so funny to me, but there's a lot of reality, too, how classy and smooth our queens are with getting away with it. So, to a certain extent, y'all a lot of times don't even get caught, you feel me? So, so you know, so brothers be out there not even knowing. You know what I mean? I got, I got, you know what I mean. Just keeping it, keeping it real. But that, you know, y'all much slicker about it once y'all decide to go about it. If you will, but go ahead, Queen.
3: Um, I will say, you know, the, um, the the premise is very, very realistic. You know, um, from from my experience and from what you know I hear about these situations, it, um, it a lot of times women like who were saying before the break have made attempts to have situations in their relationships resolved and um to work through things with their partner. And then, you know, when she doesn't feel like, you know, there's any resolution, um, she kind of starts to pull away. And a lot of times um a lot of the way um that Eddie Murphy described it, men are can be so um kind of blind to it, you know. They are, they are not aware of what's going on, that, you know, she's starting to already kind of pull away and wants to be able with things on her own, and that goes to, I think, when you originally approached me um, about this topic, it was on a comment that I made, and it's basically that by the time a woman, you know, is even open enough to consider, you know, um, um, inviting or opening up herself to um, someone outside of her relationship, um, the... It's, there's, it's, it's already, you know, almost on its way to being over. Um, at least uh, she may not even be fully aware that that's where she is. But a lot of times there's a lot of huge problems that are already going on in order for her to be even able to consider that. So her going away and kind of distancing herself from her man, you know, because women naturally pull closer in a relationship when they're trying to actively heal it and recover it. But the minute a woman starts to kind of distance herself and want to spend time away, you know, to figure things out and think things over, that's almost like the beginning of the end, you know, when she's already wanting to pull away and now she's open to, you know, other, um, let's say, advances or whatever the case may be. And so that, you know, to me, in a lot of ways, speaks to be to be very true. Again, it's not, you know, um, in every case, there there are definitely exceptions, like I said before, but. Based on what I've learned and 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 experienced, that um, it's definitely not too far away from the truth. And so
0: I'll I'll leave it there. So 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 I'm not really ever having been the possessive type, but I think all I heard was no girl trips. That's all I heard you say. I didn't hear you say nothing but no girl trips, right? That's all I that's all I need to take from that, right? Girl trips are you know. Amber, I hear Marilyn correctly? That's all I, as a man, that's all I need to take from that, right? You know, as a brother, as a uh, kid, you know, looking to get married one day. If I hear, if I hear, trying to take a girl trip, I, I, I ain't been listening clearly. I ain't been listening to what's really going on for why she want to go on this girl trip, and it ain't for the empowerment and the advancement of our, 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 our family business. I'm pretty sure it ain't gonna be that, even though that's my how hmm. she might try to tell her brother go, And did I hear Marilyn correctly? Go ahead and let me know if I'm hearing correctly. You know, cause sometimes a, men and women have trouble communicating. It feels me.
1: Well, that, that's a good sign. It's good to listen out for those words. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. But
1: girl trips, girl trip, I mean, you know, especially if it come out of the blue. You, you ain't mm-hmm. took a girl trip before. Now you ain't ready to take a girl's trip. Okay.
0: It's definitely something to, to consider, Brother Montoya. <laughs> <laughs> but let me say this, uh, uh Marilyn. When you say, and I've and I because seen this as well, again, you know, nothing's across the board, right? We're talking in general, and you know, the best we can. And, again, to the co- two callers out there, if you want to get in, no stress, not pressing. You can get in a little later if you want, but just making sure there's a new new listener out there. You do have to press one if you want to get in on this discussion. Um, as you said, I do understand that in a lot of cases, like you said, that a woman's, Really, even if she doesn't know it sometimes, she's in the checkout mode. However, there are definitely circumstances, and I've heard it, I've seen it, where people are, in a sense, long-time cheaters, uh, if you will, not even necessarily multiple, but just even, you know, one person or whatever, and they re- they, they're they remaining in the situation uh, for, you know, and there's a lot of, obviously a lot of reasons behind that. But in that situation, it's not. To a certain extent, regardless of whether you call it right or wrong, it's not necessarily check out because there's a commitment to remain uh if you can even kind of speak to that because i i for example the something that came to my mind as I was listening to you, I remember uh, finding out about this woman who who had basically um now in her situation it was real it was one of the craziest things I ever heard from the standpoint that she absolutely had a super possessive husband I'm talking about over the top I mean, literally, I'm talking about um, tracing the phone type joint, like just a really over the top possessive guy. And um, she had a, at that time, you know, I don't know, I don't know them now, so I don't know what's going on with it now. But at that time, she had maintained an affair for 25 years, even with this super possessive. Her, now, I don't know, if she yeah, if she was a, and she literally. At that time, when I found out about it and heard about it, she was only meeting the guy once a year because they had this little window that, that he didn't check for. And that was the one window they took advantage of every year for, you know, for mm-hmm. a number of years. By the time I heard about it, Again, I don't know the early, but you know, I don't know what maybe the, maybe the way she was was the thing or whatever for why or whatever. But she said he was just always that way. But anyway, that's that's definitely not the I'm checking out because she stayed in the marriage at, the, at that time. It had been 25 years. mm mm-hmm.
3: so So um, with that, there's definitely uh, a component for women who are using extramarital affairs as a way of like. Outsourcing their um, sexual needs, they're actually trying to maintain their primary relationship, their marriage. But if there's something missing, whether whether it's sexual, whether it's emotional, um, they believe that if they continue to go out and go without their needs being met, that it would break up their family, you know, or break their partner's heart or whatever. And you know, and and none of them really make the decision to go into that lightly but you know like let's say if beforehand they tried for years to make things better but to no avail then they say okay this is the only way that I can have my needs met over here but be able to maintain what I have going on over here without having to break up my family and you know and so and many times they really feel like that's their only option because they don't want to they they may love their partners, you know, and, and, and they may really love their partners, but they feel like this is the only way that they can um, maintain themselves because if their emotional needs are unmet. Um, I know, I've known of women who who weren't even really in sexual relationships extramaritally. It was, you know, almost entirely an emotional thing, you know, where they just needed, you know, someone, a male that they could talk to. And the um, the mm-hmm. sex part was really secondary for them, you know. It was more so someone who, you know, valued them, was emotionally available to them, and, you know, met so many other needs that were not being met in their primary relationship, but their primary relationship was foundational for them, you know, in terms of their family and other parts of their identity or other parts um, and met many other needs for them. So they didn't want to destroy that, but they did need that part of them met in order to feel whole and happy, you know, and since they couldn't get all of that from, their primary partner, and their primary partner was unwilling to change um, or make any effort in making things better. That was her, um, you know, her way out of it. Her way out of you know not having her needs met. And um, and again, I'll there's see. also. Uh-huh. Go ahead.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've, I've seen I've seen that firsthand. What you're I'm talking about when I say seen it, like someone you know, a woman I knew, literally. Mm-hmm. Knew it was happening, saw it happening, knew her very well, long a long time mm-hmm. marriage, and even outside looking in, I was able to assess assess exactly what you said. I'm I realized mm-hmm. based on what was happening inside of the marriage that the affair. It was actually ended up being a couple that I was able to witness in my time of knowing this family, and literally I was able to say myself just assessing it in my own mind that those affairs, those affairs were saving her marriage because, mm-hmm. you know, because of what was going on inside the marriage. It was health issues and things of that nature. And mm-hmm. so for her, she she could never think, I'm going to leave, you know, again, this is a long-time marriage, so I'm not going to leave my unhealthy husband out here on his own. But, you know, mm-hmm. a real again, brilliant, kind of like Eddie Murphy said, with not being obvious and being able to be slick about getting away with, you know, with the things because she knew, Mm-hmm. He could never take that, so she went made very conscious efforts to make sure you know. Again, I don't keep up with him, so hopefully it's not something that's been discovered. I don't know if she's still doing it, but I'm just simply mm-hmm. saying, in the time that I knew them, she was. It, I, I actually said it, proposed it to her that it was saving, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like for her, it hit her like she was doing what you said, but in our discussion, mm-hmm. me saying, I actually think this is what's keeping you together. She, it kind of hit her like. That, mm-hmm. that is what I'm doing, but she wasn't She wasn't even conscious of it. She just needed those yeah. needs to be met, if, if, uh-huh. if you will. So I've seen what you just said uh, firsthand. Mm-hmm. We are up against another break. For the new callers that are getting in, if you're getting in, you do have to press 1 to let us know you want to speak. You do have to press 1 to let us know you want to speak. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show, where all I ask is that you think.
1: If you believe money is the root of all evil, you're using it wrong?
0: Or how about this one? Excuses made zero dollars an hour.
1: I like those. What's their IG?
0: At moneymotivation.co.
1: But do they have any ladies gear? Yes,
0: you're going to love the clothing line they got for the ladies. Matter of fact, pull up their website, moneymotivation.com, and I'm going to get you a few things so we can both look like money. Everywhere I go, go. everywhere I go.
8: Yeah, it's just like I I ain't in the best. I got cheated on. That's what it is. I was like that too. And I seen a dude. I was like, oh,
4: okay.
8: (laughs) It made sense. He was tall. He played football. He was an engineer. I was like, oh, (laughs) you cheated on me. The man I want to be in life. Like, why would you? Don't cheat on me with the man of my dreams. Just, why would you do You trying to hurt me.
4: <laughs>
8: he got drafted into the NFL. First round. Yeah, and I'm at home on the couch. <laughs> yeah. I'm just sitting there chilling. It's like, ah, fuck this. Man, it's open the wound all over again. Damn. I asked her why she did it. Like, why, why would you cheat on me? She like, I felt like you was cheating on me. I was like, what do you mean you felt like? She like, I just felt like, you know, like women's intuition was telling me that you cheated on me. I was like, bullshit. Because women's intuition ain't real. Fake. It is. Okay, if it's so real, if it's, wait, 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 if it's so real, how come it couldn't warn you that I wasn't shit in the beginning?
0: Why women cheat and why men can't take it. As we hear a bit from comedian Vincent Bryant, this morning's discussion question with special guests Man DeWiney and my co-host Amber Page. We do have a caller that wants to get in on this discussion, why women cheat and why men can't take it. Let's go ahead and jump to the caller and we'll deal with that cut. And I got something else as well. Let's see what the caller wants to say. Area code 478-LAST-3-303. Three, Give us your name, where you're calling from, and your three cents on this morning. On this discussion
9: question. Peace, family. What's happening? It's sincere calling out of Atlanta by way of Mississippi. How y'all doing?
0: Hey, hey thanks for calling in, King.
9: Yeah, man, this is a great, a great discussion. I'm. Um, uh, in the past, I've been divorced, and I've also had uh, an engagement that didn't go the way that I saw it to go. Uh, so that was some things that I had to pay for with karma. But my first wife cheated on me while I was in the military. And uh, uh, I was overseas while it was happening. And she explained that she was told what happens overseas when men or husband go overseas, which wasn't true. But that was one of the things that she said led her to um, to the infidelity.
0: Well, hold on, let me say this real quick. I'm going to sneak in on you because, you know, having been a former, you know, Air Force member myself, it wasn't true for you, but, you know, you know you saw a lot of brothers doing that on, you know, on, on those trips because, you know, I I was single in those situations, so I could move how I wanted, but I definitely saw a lot of the husbands out there with stays right. overseas, you know, what goes on overseas, stays on overseas, so so it came from a valid place. It just didn't apply to you. Let's get that. Let's Get that in there, Cecile. Go ahead, K. I had to throw it in there because you know, I, I, you know, you know. You've seen them brothers out there doing what they was doing. <laughs>
9: hey, no doubt, uh, no doubt. So it was, it was relevant uh, when it came to uh, to the others. But we had a specific situation. We had a specific marriage that mm-hmm. uh, that only encompassed the two people in it. So uh, so that that changed my life, and I thought that I mm-hmm. could accept it. Uh, but but over the years, because uh, it happened, it, it happened fairly early. So I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deal with it based on the values of marriage. Uh, but it started to break me down. It started to change who I was. And, and uh, I mm-hmm. became verbally abusive. Like I became somebody that was outside of my character. The only thing I didn't mm-hmm. do was put my hands on her, which she probably would have chosen me putting my hands on her versus some of the different ways that I treated her. Mm -hmm. So, so it, 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 uh, it's something that, that, that changes us when you think that you can accept something that's, that's, that's rooted so deeply um, uh, outside of that principle that you choose for yourself. It was, it was just tough, man. And it uh, led me to do things after the marriage that resulted in bad karma And it took me a long time to Mm -hmm. get to the space that I'm in now being happily married and that type of thing. But that's also a part of my story that I divulge to to, the folks that I work with, man. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me throw this out there so that even say when he says people that he worked with, Sincere is a, a dynamic um, relationship coach uh, here in the Atlanta area and thinking about what and you made me think of, Sincere, because I was fortunate enough to, you know, let me say this, I went out bending for the first time at the Art and Culture Show, and, um, uh, which is an event that Sincere actually has here in Atlanta. I actually said, hey, we're doing a good show. He's like, oh, i got to call in and tell my story. So dope to hear that testimony. And it also reminds me of something you particularly said last night, that how powerful words could be you said as you know the reality is you rather be cut by a sword than sometimes people's word and so you know and so when you say you know although you never put your hand on her you could never forget that infidelity it, it, it waned on you to the point where as you said it, it changed you so uh um amazing to hear the story because that is what is like, you know, going through it. I don't know if you if people anyone listening, but hearing this from a male perspective, uh, he 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 could never let it go. And I've seen Men try and, and not pull it off, and some men do. I mean, there's men that stay in, you know, stay in marriages with that. And like you said, you attempted to as well. But I'm very interested in Marilyn, Your thoughts as you hear this brother kind of confess, you know, his 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 story, if you will. And he and I can and I and I can say um, we highlight sincere and his wife's journey now because they are definitely, um, um, uh, basically pillars um, in this newer generation as far as what marriage should and can look like. So I admire this brother greatly, just to throw that out there as well. But Marilyn, any thoughts on hearing this brother's story?
3: Um, Yes, very many. And his story is not uncommon at all. In most of – in most cases that I've dealt with, the success rate – and, you know, and this is just general statistics anyway – the success rate for marriages after infidelity on the woman's part is very very low um, and just as in sincere's case, it can you know go on for years, and let's say that they maintain the marriage you know until the very end. The um, happiness and fulfillment level within the marriage um, also tends to be very, very low because of things like verbal abuse, physical abuse um, after the infidelity you know a lot of times things like that exist in some way already before the infidelity and those are some of the issues that may drive a woman to infidelity um, and but the infidelity and when it's discovered only exacerbates that um, those you know the mm-hmm. abuse. and so a lot of times it ends up ending a lot worse than it would have ended had the infidelity never happened And so a lot of times the, the, you know, they say until, until there's, well, I will give one um, situation where it has a higher possibility of succeeding is if um, the man himself knows that um, or accepts that he had a major fault or a role to play in her Mm -hmm. identity. And, um, and, you know, again, Um, people make their choices. So no matter what, you know, the the man did within the relationship, it's still a choice on the woman's part if she's going to um, step outside of the marriage. But if she did, um, because of, you know, things that she was lacking or things that were happening in the relationship because of the man, maybe he cheated or maybe he's abusive or whatever the case may be, um, if the man accepts that and acknowledges the role that he played in her state of mind, then there may be a chance for it because both people are mm-hmm. to themselves as having to you know, move forward and make changes and grow from that situation. But if the man um, feels that he was not at fault or maybe doesn't accept that he had any um, um, role to play in her choice, then, you know, then that's even more so um, an indicator that long-term it's not going to succeed um because again, it just as ass clear said it's very typical it's very typical for men to not be able to get over that you know it's a very painful thing it's um a feeling of violation, it hurts their ego, it hurts their you know um pride and so many other things um and and you know as he mentioned um even if they try to a lot of times they they can't successfully you know they they can't forget it you know um they can't mm-hmm. move past it you know and it changes who they are and how they behave within the relationship, um, even even if they don't really mean to or do it intentionally, it still, you know, kind of changes how they behave and how they see her.
0: You yeah, know, it sounds men like have exactly see, what happened to sincere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, men absolutely. Have a need sounds to like see their, hey. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 yeah, finish the statement. I'm sorry, Queen.
3: No, I was saying that men have a need to see their woman as being um almost flawless you know, pure and all these other needs that they have, you know, even if, you know, she's had any, you know, relationships or whatever else in the past before him, once she with him, you know, he has to see her as being, you know, this kind of unflawed, you know, almost like creature of perfection for him. And once that image changes, it's very hard for him to ever turn it back and see her the same way, you know, and, um, and that's a, a, a painful thing for them. Um, and, you know, as culture and society has conditioned um, us as women to not necessarily have that need. You know, they kind of, you know, talk a lot about how women, you know, love bad boys and things like that. Um, but there's, uh, there's a certain nature in men that we've conditioned and have grown to accept. You know, part of it is true, and it is, you know, um, biological. But then there's also um, the, the psychosocial aspect that you know men they can outgrow you know they should be able to be in control of you know their behaviors and their urges and all of that but we know that they mature later and maybe early early in their lives they're not quite as you know capable of uh, um uh, or adept at you know controlling those urges and those um needs and things which makes them you know much worse candidates as husbands in general when they're young (laughs) you know but um but yeah, right, so more susceptible,
0: bad. yes, more susceptible to yeah, not just not even not just cheating, but just in a lot of ways where there's maturity levels mm-hmm. uh, that, that, mm-hmm. that, like you say, women, generally speaking, do mature faster. So I definitely see mm-hmm. how that can play a role. Sincere, thank you for sharing your story. You know what I mean? I was messing with you a little bit about, the, you know, how it is with the military. But, you know, you also know. That are unfortunately right. very common with you know my time in the military. It, go, it definitely goes both ways. You know, in who you know whoever's overseas doing what they do, and quite often, you know, in generally generally speaking, the wives are back home. Sometimes, you know, sometimes just the, the pressures of you know a young marriage and being away that much. In some cases, you know, every every military situation isn't right. that, but if it is a situation where they are apart a lot, that just being apart. All, and what I would say is kind of too soon before the foundation is built where it needs to be. You you see, especially the younger couples, that, that becomes at risk for one or the other, or sometimes both. You see, you know, they both be doing their thing, unfortunately. As, you know, it seems to be relatively prevalent based on the scenario that can, you know, some of the young couples that are in the military go through. So thank you for that story, man. That was an amazing story. and definitely appreciate the perspective because I definitely, you know, know a lot of brothers, who, 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 like you say, they try to deal with it, but ultimately, like Marilyn said, can't deal with it. So thank you for that thought, King.
9: Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you for the conversation, man. We need to have more conversations like this so we can uh, get to a healing space, man, and that's what it's all about. So thank you all, man. Thank you all for having that conversation. Peace and love.
0: Nah, absolutely. It? We are at the top of the... Top of the hour for the other callers that are out there. Again, if you want to get in like Cecile, you do need to press 1. If you're online and would like to get in this discussion, please give us a call at 646-787-1691. Again, we are at the top of the hour. We always play uh, some music from our sponsor, Square Business Entertainment. This is uh, actually the perfect song uh, for this morning's discussion by Taylor Pace, Rough Patch. So, Enjoy the music, we'll be back with this morning's discussion Why Women Cheat and Why Men Can't Take It All I ask is that you think
7: yeah. Hate it when you get frustrated And I cannot figure out why Our relationship in a coma, but I don't want it to die, one mistake in my past, you gotta let me live that down, there's no trust, egos won't discuss, why we're not talking right now, problems will always arise, but we don't have to act like this, this storm too shall pass, the good time for what I miss, can we cut each other some slack? been choppy, nauseous from the nonsense, the road with travel's been rocky, you're still mad and I can tell, not talking cause we mighty yell, Slipping on opposite sides of the bed and it's getting cold as hell, problem!
0: Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, along with co host Amber Page. This morning's discussion question why women cheat and why men can't take it. Special guest, cognitive behavioral therapist, Marilyn O'Dwini. uh thank you, Queen, again for being with us. Um hey, got, you know, relationships go through rough patches and you know, when we think about the idea of in depth in in I'm sorry, infidelity, I'm sorry. When I think about that idea, uh, definitely could be extremely hurtful for both genders. Uh, again, obviously focused on, in a sense, why men can't take it and what, what makes us just incapable of taking it. And um, I actually do uh, offer and say that, especially when it comes to emotional intelligence and even levels of maturity, um, that, you know, I was kind of joking at the beginning of the last hour about y'all being tougher. Um, emotionally, generally speaking, I think that y'all are. I think some of that nature plays to uh, just having to be emotionally intelligent when it comes to, in a sense, the raising of a children. So in, in a sense of just being super aware of, you know, what a child may be going through, although they can't speak to you in the early years. Again, at least this is how I surmise partly where that nature, you know, lies, and then, of course, it plays out in relationships uh, as well. Again, I'm not saying I'm right about that, but those are just my thoughts on uh, why I often in general think that women are, you know, emotionally, more emotionally intelligent, and so, you know, in a scenario when a you know, a marriage, if you will, when weighing things out, y'all tend to do better with that, whereas emotionally, if our pride can't take it, we'll Sometimes tear it all apart um, because of that inability um, to to be able to take it. Uh, matter of fact, I wanted to share this thought from um, um, a guest we just had a f- couple of weeks ago. Um, you should recall that Amber, when we had Six the Goddess on uh, a, a few weeks, a couple of weeks ago, talking about a whole other subject. But I saw a post that she put up um, some weeks ago. In in, in reference to this very thing that we're talking about, and I wanted to hear both of your thoughts. And Amber, actually, we'll start with you on this one, but let me share this thought from Six the Goddess. Again, it's a post I saw on her IG page. She says, I've never seen an alpha male take a woman back after cheating, whether she cheated back, cheated first, second, or third. Once you allow another male to impede on his territory, it's marked permanently invalid because you have exposed the entire legacy to outsiders and made his kingdom a mockery and a joke. He could never be taken seriously again by his masculine peers. He also now has to question his entire bloodline of children. You could be at odds, go through some changes, or have differences, but allow another man into the legacy holder, uh, the womb, and it's over no talking no question you'll be sent packing again that's a something I took from six the goddess um, amber when you hear uh, this Queen speak to it in this manner again this is now we really get into why the men can't take it. Is, at least that's how I see this this comment but I wanted to hear your thoughts in hearing her kind of address it in that manner specifically quote unquote you hear these terms now alpha male beta male and things of that nature so for the alpha male they they not accepting it no matter what you'll be sent packing uh, according to her uh, six the goddesses quote any any thoughts on that queen
1: I mean, I think that for sure, that's the thought process for most men, if not all. Um, you know, and I, and I just think that it may come from them knowing or their self worth. You know, when I think of a, a alpha male, you know, I think of you know strength. I think of um, you know them knowing you know they don't have to stay in a relationship that involves cheating. Um, So, you know, they're not afraid to, um, you know, walk away. Whereas a woman, you know, we do want to maintain the structure of our our relationship. Most times it, you know, will involve children. But, you know, we're just, men are just, I don't know if it's something that we're taught you know, that a man just does not tolerate cheating. Um, you know, whereas I think women, we're just taught to, you know, be more forgiving and, you know, we just have this idea that, you know, men, you know, they will step out from time to time. And we've somewhat normalized it or, you know, made it a, a thing that we just accept um, and, you know, I don't know where that comes from, other than upbringing or what we've seen. You know, growing up, um, because you know, our you know our mothers and grandmothers they endured. You know, the spouse stepping out. You know, having children out. It's just something I think that we've seen, and and you know, it also for me it makes me think that you know men have been allowed to move in that way. You know, and same thing for them. They've seen their fathers and their grandfathers step out and have children and all these different families, and the woman just stays. Um, so, you know, that's my thoughts on on that, that piece. I totally think that most men feel that way.
0: Yeah, let me let me throw this out, Marilyn. Definitely want to hear your thoughts. Uh, but I think the key to what I heard as far as, you know, I will grant you definitely – Definitely plenty of conditioning, all right? Like, it's, you know, like it would be BS to say that the conditioning is not there. How I'll say however, and it's not necessarily, it may sound like I'm defending it, but I'm just talking about how I see the reality to some of what Six to God has said in that piece when she mentions the idea that the bloodline is compromised and the legacy. And so I think you've heard me say this plenty of times, um, Eve, in the sense that, We've lost sight of, in a sense, what the purpose of marriage has, in a sense, been historically. I think we've lost sight of that in 2020, and so we get caught up in things that leave out the concept of I'm getting married to leave a legacy. Again, this is not about making it right or wrong. I'm talking about the why, that compromise of the potential bloodline, you know, uh, you know, what is it, daddy's maybe, or however they say it, about mama's baby, daddy's maybe. Um, so that concept of th- that uh, I have this legacy I want to leave, and now I have to, in a sense, question, or you know, and just even the whole dynamic of that within a relationship, like you already married to this woman, how you look asking for a blood test, like it's so many dynamics. And so, um, again, it may sound like I'm justifying, but I'm just saying, even without the conditioning, that idea of legacy and bloodline, especially when we know marriage is in the past, that was a big focus for why marriage was even taking place. And so any threat of that has always, generally speaking, been, I would say, unacceptable by nature in addition to conditioning. Any thoughts on that, Marilyn?
3: Um, absolutely. I have to uh, agree with that, that, um, and when you speak specifically of, you know, a certain kind of man, certain kind of male um, who are very um, protective, of their legacy, their bloodline. And I'll wager to say that um, for, for the most part, um, a lot of times, men who are protective of their legacy and of their bloodline are not necessarily the kind of man who you will see out here, even being you know sleeping around themselves and
4: mm-hmm. that comes out
3: of their marriage because those kinds of men you know they realize that when they you know go spreading their 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 seed or germinating you know mm-hmm. too many Absolutely. women and impregnating too many women that that is a threat to their um, legacy you know that's a threat to their um, their bloodline. They don't need to have all these outside children all over the place, or even have the risk of that, you know, happening. And so for them, you know, since since in their mind they wouldn't take that risk, they don't want someone else, you know, imposing that risk on them. You know, so that um, is something that I definitely would agree with. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, the thing you just said, I want to highlight because I, you know, we. we I mean, like myself or whatever, we're all different part of different Facebook groups and things of that nature, and we're always having this dialogue, uh, which even the way we worded this can, to a certain extent, possibly couched in the quote-unquote gender wars, whether we want to recognize it or not. But unfortunately, we know that the gender war, specifically in the African-American community, uh, it, it unfortunately, is growing to a certain extent. But what you just said, Marilyn, I try to quite often remind people, is what what is happening in the majority, and but the gender wars will make you think that that men now I'm generalizing in a way that I think is incorrect, but that men you know will just go out and do these things, and it's not that there are not men doing it, but you're absolutely right that a man who understands legacy, and again we are. The hip-hop generation, I think we are the generation who least understand that part of marriage. We, You know, we're, we're getting caught up, you know, in marrying for love versus in the past it was legacy and love, if you will, or even more so legacy. Even, you know, when you start getting to thousands of years ago, legacy was even more important than the love, if you will. Uh, but not to delve off into that part too much, but the reality is, as you just said, people cognizant of a legacy – are not going to, in a sense, embarrass their woman, put her out there, because now they are risking the health of the the next generation. So, like you said, men that are concerned with that, and I would offer that specifically in the African-American community, uh, there are more men that way than not, but Obviously, the hurt and pain that comes with infidelity being highlighted, and naturally, it could and should be when you've had the experience. But it being highlighted, I think, makes people believe that that's what goes on with the majority of men and women out here. And reality, it's it's loud because of the hurt and pain. But there are people if. If getting married, we still got to push more people to get married in my, you know, I'll keep staying on that soapbox, my hashtag marriage before children. Um, that's something we still need to push more of. But I would say for those who are getting married and understand legacy, I'm 100% with you um, there. Plenty of good men and good women who are not risking their legacy by even stepping out, and and you know, and in the event that it does happen, if it, if it can be done again, not making it right, but if it can be done where it's not embarrassing to the legacy, I think quite often that's where you will see sat where you will see the relationship savaged as well. More so on the woman part, we already kind of agreeing on that. Less on the man part, but if it if it it were to be savaged on the man's part, it it should it definitely could be one where a uh, situation where it's not embarrassing to him in public. Again, this should happen either way but as we keep saying, men cannot take that. Let's call it what it is. We are up against the break. We'll be right back. All I ask is that you think. Big Tits Media Group is a full service design agency with tools available to help clients communicate with audiences through visual and digital media. So what exactly does that mean? You need graphic design? Call Big Sis Media. You need web design? Call Big Sis Media. You need audio or video production? Call Big Sis Media. You need a branded strategy for your business? Call Big Sis Media. Damn, they do everything, don't they? Nope, even better, they're professionals. Whatever service you need, they do a consultation, send over a contract with a deadline, and meet that deadline. A true one-stop shop for all your digital and media needs, all at an affordable price. What's their website and phone number? BigSysMediaGroup.com. 404-465-4348. Again, that's BigSysMediaGroup.com dot com call them at four zero four four six five four three four
2: eight. Nah bitch, what you deep breathing for? You know you wrong. Sleeping over another nigga house while your boyfriend calling your phone all night. Fucking this nigga cause he keeps and shit. Uh, but I it ain't even only cause he kiss is I like him. I know another nigga that like you. Your fucking boyfriend. What dirty ass friend you gonna get to use for your alibi? Because Keisha Murray, London pregnant, and Keanu don't even like your ass no more. You a dirty bitch. A dirty bitch. I, it ain't like I'm trying to be with the nigga or nothing. I'm just having fun. Like. Bitch, it is not that serious. Don't ever let nobody make you so bad for getting no dick. Your boyfriend dick is boring. So how was the new dick last night? Bitch, shut up. Then you fucked that nigga raw. Now on your way home, you gotta get a fucking plan B. You don't even know what that nigga got. You just met him. I did not just meet him. I've been knowing him. It's just that we just started. Bitch, you definitely just met him. But it's okay, you only live one. Yeah, yeah. And bitch, you only die once too. But what if he had COVID? You fucked him with a mask on? I was going to, but I... I... That's your nigga, ain't it? Go ahead and answer it. Bitch, don't answer it. Don't answer that phone. No, answer the phone. Bitch, you got a hospital band in the glove compartment. Act like you was in an accident. Say we went to the hospital. Hey, babe. I'm just kidding. i my mother. Oh, you're dirty bitch. I mean, are you all right? Yeah, baby, okay. it was a big accident on 95? Bitches ain't shit, yo.
0: Welcome back to the Bits of Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates. This morning, discussion question, why women cheat and why men can't take it as we hear I consider a hilarious cut from up-and-coming comedian Jess Hilarious on her IG. Again, anytime I do a show, things just pop up the week that I'm preparing for the show that literally just popped up. Uh, not had no clue that that would be available. Uh, but she's talking about the 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 what it's showing you, the consciousness of a woman who's out there cheating what she's go back and forth uh, that she might be experiencing. But some things were said that, that I definitely want to touch on. But uh, Amber, I don't know you found that cut funny, but I thought it was absolutely hilarious. But any thoughts for what you heard of Jess Hilarious kind of point out again in a funny way, but I think very relevant to this morning's discussion.
1: I just I just, you know, paid attention to the friend the female friend who was helping her, you know, not blow her cover, you know.
0: Got hospital band right there in the glove compartment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. The, the part that um, stood out for me, if you will, um, just in her kind of talking about it again. I just want to go there again. This is the type of show that we have. But when she goes and says, "Hey, your boyfriend's is boring." So you needed something new, right? And so uh, to share share this post, and again, I just want to get y'all thoughts on it, but this is from another friend that I follow. Um, she said um, – Ask this question again Anytime I'm doing a show Things just kind of fall in line for the show But a a, a question by a sister I followed by the name of Brittany Green She said How do y'all be marrying people Who don't match your sexual style How do y'all marry people Who don't match your sexual style. So when we have this discussion, that could be one of the biggest issues, and I've witnessed it and heard about it, you know, through you know, with friends, that being a huge issue. I've even heard it being the only issue uh, in, in situations. But uh, any thoughts on, on that, Marilyn, that, 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 you know, not matching up sexually, you know, pleasing or, you know, things of that nature, uh, when that happens, then what?
3: So I think um, what tends to happen is a lot of a lot of preventative measures are not taken in relationships when we choose our partners and um, when we match up. So, and what tends to and let me give you a little bit of a my my daughter um, I have my two month old and I'm pushing the edges of her patience right now, so you <laughs> so may not hear think. her in a little bit. So, um, but. Um, a lot of preventative things that could have been done to avoid that situation tends to not get done. People, again, when we talk about um, when, when people get into relationships or get into marriage and they focus just on, you know, Oh, the feelings, love or whatever else. And they don't have important discussions, you know, and there are, there's very little that good communication cannot correct and people being willing and open to making adjustments that are supportive of their partner's needs. And being willing to talk about those things ahead of, you know, making the commitment or getting married to understand what that person's style is and what that person's needs may be is very important. But a lot of people don't do that because you can learn a lot of things just through that kind of communication and decide if you want to move forward in this relationship with this person if they cannot adjust. To match you, or you're not willing to adjust to match them, and even once the relationship is underway, or you're already married, and um, you know the new things come up, or you realize that something is not working for you, a lot of times you can communicate about those things and talk about them, and that tends to and, and try to make the adjustments to you know please the other person um, or help the other person to know how to please you. So there's very little that can't be, you know, um, fixed through good communication and and the partner being willing to make those adjustments. That tends to be what is a problem down the road that leads to um, someone stepping outside um, or even ending the relationship ultimately is if that communication is not happening, the other person is unwilling, or if they tried to communicate it or tried to make the changes and the other person, you know, just isn't doing it, can't do it, won't do it, you know, whatever the case may be, um, that tends to be, you know, the reality of the situation why, um, why things go south. But, you know, when you have someone who you don't match with, you either could have avoided it and prevented it from the beginning or you could have um, created the change that you needed to within the relationship, but one or both parties weren't willing to communicate or make the necessary changes. You know, I hope that.
0: Makes no, it makes sense, and um, you know, just to throw this out, I wanted to keep digging in this area because this discussion can go. This discussion happens so much when you start talking about infidelity. Um, I still would like to allude to the previous segment that also legacy-minded couples have a a mature approach, even when. That I would say mismatch, if you want to call it that, happens. Uh, that commitment to this person is here for this reason and, and creating this legacy. Um, they, I think, they will figure out what you just said because of what they're committed to, and not just. This feeling or this person doesn't satisfy you, uh, if you will. I'm not saying it works for every situation, but I do think there is maturity for those who go into marriage with the legacy in mind and commitment to that. Uh, you know in a sense kind of you know hopefully create a workaround or communicate through it and get on the same page uh uh you know if if you will uh but i know something that we as men i know i was concerned about very much so in my 20s when i would talk to i was just still in the or in the mid-20s when I was still in the military. I was in for six years. But I remember when I would talk to uh, different members of the military who were married, and even when I got out of the military and worked in the corporate world for a short period of time, uh, I was devastated to hear, just to throw this out here, how little sex men were receiving inside of their marriages. And I remember one particular Guy that I was friends with for for a, for a short period of time, we were colleagues, and I remember this brother loving every. He had been, it was, I think it was his high school sweetheart, but if it wasn't a high school sweetheart, he he was been with her for a number of years at this time. They had a few kids, and um, like three, I think two, they, they definitely had two, maybe three, but I remember this brother telling telling me and a couple of other friends how much he loved his wife. She was perfect. But she did not give him very little sex. And so he stepped out and would say to us, I would not step out if she would just give me some. And he said he had conveyed it every which way but loose and could not get her to accept it. And I'm not putting it on the woman. I'm just telling you this real-life scenario as it applies to this scenario. Again, I know we're talking about men can't take it, but you know I, I could imagine that it, that could be flipped as well. But that was a, a a situation when it came to the compatibility or the mismatch. Sometimes it's just, how, like you said, communicating how often would you like it or how, uh, you know, versus because some people already know going in they're not that, not that active. Or he'll say this, and I want to hear your thoughts, Amber. Or the other thing is, and sometimes men, we lose sight of this, of how much sex we had prior to children. And so y- y'all tend to have more to deal with that we have to deal with, and sometimes we're still looking for that, realizing, hey, we we can't because she has the children now, but sometimes it screeches to a halt from what I've heard from my friends that are married, some of them, not all of them. Amber, your thoughts on that, Queen?
1: Uh, I mean, for starters, you know, it is good to, you know, get an idea of what your partner's um, sexual appetite is like. Up front, you know, but you know, like you said, this particular couple um you know the, they had children involved, that changes a lot of dynamics for a woman physically, um uh, which you know still you gotta check back in with that partner what's going on why why is he not you know or why is she not um as willing to you know be intimate? Um, You know, so it it goes back to having that dialogue, that connection with your partner. Um, I I hear a lot of stories like that where, you know, the woman is totally not interested and, you know, the man is like, okay, well, if you're not, then somebody else is, you know. And it just requires, you know, communication about it, you know, definitely um, heartfelt communication to try to understand Um, The reason why, um, you know, the woman is not as sexually active in in the relationship. Absolutely. Marilyn, I think this is the perfect time. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I can dig it. But here's a a possible reason, and, Maren, I think this is a perfect time. Uh, Again, I know we brought you on in your wearing your cognitive behavior therapist hat today, Um, but I think this is a perfect time to highlight what you do specifically with mothers because culturally, specifically in America, if you will, uh, we always say European uh, construct, if you will, this idea of even 50-50 being, of go in a marriage, the way we look at that, we are often unaware of how that scenario leads to her wanting to have less sex due to being overburdened with 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 her in a sense her role in marriage, and so accepting the construct, we just have this divide, not realizing in a sense. How, in a sense, a woman can thrive inside of a marriage when things are done differently, and sometimes it's not just the men wanting it that way; it's accepted by women too, and and it's, they're un, they don't they're not aware of it, if you will. So, I think this is a perfect time to segue into that just a little bit before this before this next break.
3: Absolutely, I think um, the dynamic that we um, have been accepting of for a long time now, where um, as you mentioned, people some people call it, you know. Fifty-fifty dynamic and it's not always even you know to that extent but when the relationship changes from just being you know the fun courtship and getting to know each other um enjoying each other's stage and becomes more so of the commitment building growth having family and so many other things um that come into play with the responsibility of marriage um then that, that changes a lot about how um, the w- women in particular, how we operate, you know, and based on how we operate, I should say, and what's expected of us within a relationship that can bring a lot of stressors into our lives. And women operate under stress very differently um, compared to men, you know, um, and this is just biology. Biologically, you know, men are equipped, Um, with the hormones and the muscle mass, all kinds of other things, to handle stressors um, better, you know, certain kinds of stressors, outside stressors better than women do. And so when we have to, um, you know, maybe work, put in full-time or even part-time at a job that may be stressful, we have to handle the stressors of the children, carrying children, um, birthing children, you know, Breastfeeding or just nurturing. There's a lot. Let me, matter of fact, let me with... do this.
0: Sorry to interrupt mm-hmm. you. Let's go to this break because I want to continue mm-hmm. this discussion because there's a responsibility that we as men have in what you're talking about now that could help. Avoid that mm-hmm. scenario because again we hear it quite often. Once the kids happen, we didn't have enough sex. Men are often complaining about it, not understanding mm-hmm. what role they might play to 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 mm-hmm. stop it from just simply being she's tired. To you know like they're just mm-hmm. tired of her being tired, but not understanding mm-hmm. some of what you're talking about. But we'll be right back. We're gonna play this cut, Rough Patch, again by our sponsor, um, Square Business Entertainment. Taylor Paces, Rough Patch. Find this on all music streaming platforms. I like this song. We'll be right back. All I ask is that you think.
7: Hate it when you get frustrated, and I cannot figure out why our relationship's in a coma. But I don't want it to die. One mistake in my past. You gotta let me live that down. There's no trust, egos won't discuss why we're not talking right now. Problems will always arise, but we don't have to act like this. This storm too shall pass. Like a good time for what I miss. Can we cut each other some slack?
5: Can't see
0: it coming down my eyes. So I gotta make this song cry. My face- Welcome back to the Mental Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, aka Black Socrates, along with co-host, Amber Page, special guest Marilyn O'Dwiney for this morning's discussion question, Why Women Cheat and Why Men Can't Take It. Once again, song by Taylor Pace, Rough Patch, Fine that love what they're doing, love the fact that they sponsor um, If you have a product or service you want to get out to the smartest audience and all of the radio, please contact me directly. Uh, for any of the callers out there, if you want to get in on this morning's discussion, please press 1. If you're online, the number to get in is 646- Seven eight, seven, one, six, nine, one, again, that's six, four, six, seven, eight, seven, one, six, nine, one, uh, why women cheat and why men can't take it, I think it's imperative that we kind of continue along those thoughts that we were just having, uh Marilyn, again, if you could just even highlight um the business that you have in relation to um helping in a sense, women transition out of the construct that, as I just mentioned plays a role whether we are aware of it or not of this of this very issue if we're going to talk about infidelity from the standpoint of how much sex is being had again there's a lot of reasons that it could happen but this is one that i hear Quite often on both ends of the stick, but, uh, you know, uh, uh, again, um, so men will often feel justified in, like I told you about the one guy, right? He would feel justified in, I'm not getting enough at home, or Amber, she said it as well, Hey, if you want, somebody else will. So men kind of take that approach and it justifies it for them and as we've been saying the whole show if it happened the other way around they're out like when we've talked about why they can't take it but let's again it's important imperative, in my opinion, that we get into breaking down some of the constructs that we've accepted, not just that men can go sow their wild oats, but the constructs that we've accepted of this version of marriage today that we, again, are not always aware of how it too can hurt us. We see people figure out how to make it work, if you will. But I think we're seeing less and less of that, and part of the reason why we see the divorce rate so high is this construct is not set up to, as you were mentioning, how we are in nature. So if you could continue that thought, Marilyn, I definitely would appreciate that.
1: Sure. Um,
3: So as I was saying, the um, the idea is that um, if we're, you know, women, we, we have a lot of stressors on us when it just comes to, um, biologically carrying children, um, giving birth, um, um, nurturing children and families after we've given birth. And, um, you know, we, we just had a conversation a few weeks ago about the postpartum, um, postnatal depletion. And mm-hmm. a lot of what is not understood is that women, um, lose a lot. We are, can get very, very depleted in the process of pregnancy and giving birth and nursing um, and, um, and nurturing young children. And when we don't have the ability to be able to release any of that, especially you add in the dynamic where a woman has to go out of the house and work, you know, full-time, part-time, whatever the case may be, um, it's, it's exhausting. You know, um, I don't, I have a, a two-month-old and I don't work outside of my home And I know how exhausting this has been for me, you know, not sleeping all night, you are the primary caregiver for um, the children and for the home and everything else. And then to be expected to just be, you know, willing and able without any real support to have sex on demand is very, very um, unreasonable, you know. So what um, I, I encourage, you know, a lot of men to tune into is just what the needs are for their women you know is she depleted is she eating well because a lot of times you know women by the time we have children um or even while we're pregnant we're not properly nourished you know are you making sure that all of her needs are met before you you know try to step in and get satisfied sexually you know women are also very emotional creatures and so we talked about the other side of that where women felt like their emotional needs weren't being met in the marriage which is why they stepped out a woman's emotional needs are being met, um, or are not being met. It's hard for her to connect with her man on that level to the point where she wants to be, you know, sexually intimate, you know? So if he's not listening to her, if he's not talking to her, if the only time that he touches her or wants to get close to her is when he wants to have sex, that's a huge turn off for the most part for women, you know? So if he's not, you know, um, emotionally in tune with her, um, throughout you know the marriage and after they've had children making sure that she's um you know feels good um in her mind and her body which as a husband as a man who you know we can say is supposed to cover her um if he's not making sure that those needs of hers are met you know the only need is not a financial need even though that's important you know there are plenty of other needs that a woman has especially after having children so um when, when sex dies down within the relationship, the call for most men, you know, the, the, the first call to action should be to try to see what need there is for your woman. Um, are you present? Are you emotionally available? Are you helping her, you know, with household needs? Are you making sure that if she, you know, hasn't rested, is she getting enough rest? Is she, women can't just kind of, we mentioned earlier, women are holistic. They don't compartmentalize you know, the way that men do, you know, men can go to work and say, okay, this is work and the stress of work is over here. So when I leave work, turn that off, come home and now I'm here, you know, women don't really do that the way that men do. Everything is kind of like, you know, connected for us. So if we're stressed about work and that's affecting us, then the stress from work is going to affect us at home. If the stress from the day with the children is affecting us, that's going to affect how we feel and operate, you know, um, when, husband gets home or when we're around here so it's going to um hormonally and biologically everything kind of flows together for us so um if you want a thriving sex life with your partner you have to make sure that you're doing everything that you can to um support her in all the other needs that she has and you know so i hope that all kind of came together and made sense did that make sense for you
0: um, Amber, um, yeah, well, yeah, it definitely made sense to me, but Amber, what are your thoughts? Um, as again, as you hear Amber, I get, I also wanted you to highlight Um, uh, what you do, you know, if you want to, well, we'll, get into that, what you do with your business. Cause I think you help women through that as well. But, but if you will, Amber, yeah, did the, what did, um, Marilyn, what's her assessment of what I asked if you will, did how, how did that come off to you, um, Amber? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think it's, it's
1: key, um, that, you know, a woman needs are addressed, especially when there's huge pain. Um, in addition to that, that something Marilyn about is, well, the man has to talk to her. Your partner has to, you know, they have to talk to you. And if you interact, is at the time of... You know, you want me to have, that's not going to say, I have to say, I have to say, I have to say, I for me as I or I you to you know I like is it a emotional Hold on one second. connection? Hold on one second, Amber.
0: Oh. Um, Marilyn, was she breaking up? I want to make sure it was see if it's just me or it might be the line. Yeah, she sounded like she was breaking.
3: I wasn't sure if that was me
0: either. Yeah. Okay, no, no, I'm just okay. checking. But, yeah, you were breaking up for a second, but you're, starting, you're coming. Through. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The last part, connection. what you were saying. Okay, okay, I was okay. That so yeah, I just.
1: Wonder if it's the same way for the male's perspective of, you know, those needs that, you know, may not be met. Is it strictly sex or is there, are there other, um, you know, needs mm-hmm. that, you know, perhaps are not met that prompt them to step oh. out?
0: Absolutely. Well, that's a, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I'll just say, I mean, obviously I haven't been married. So, but so, in, and again, in that context, I guess I can't speak to that. Um, but am I right, Marilyn? In the sense that, like you said, every man—some in general—this is what men do. And then you have those men who, yeah, they can. And I've seen this as well. They have other needs that are not sexual. For why they're stepping out, I would offer, though, generally speaking, due to that being able to compartmentalize, that we're doing we're we're doing that less. Uh, but uh, Marilyn, I'll let you speak to it. I'm sorry.
3: Um, yes, I I think there are definitely um a variety of needs that um men have within their relationship. One of you know, but one of the primary things for um for men, you know, the only thing that tops sex, you know, in my experience, you know, I'm not a man, but just some what I've learned and you know, and in um discussing these things with men, um, the only thing that kind of is higher than sex is just, you know, Respect, (laughs) overall respect Mm -hmm. in a relationship. Absolutely. Um, And so um, if, but sex for them is like a bomb, you know, that can kind of, or or like grease that can keep the wheels kind of greased and keep things going Mm -hmm. and keep them kind of connected and attached, you know, um, and able to deal with everything else. So sex is very important for men. So I understand, you know, how that can kind of start feeling like the wheels are coming off when there's no sex in a relationship. And that's why I sometimes men can say, okay, well, everything else is good, but I let me go out here and get sex so that I can stay sane, you know, <laughs> and then be able mm-hmm. to operate and do what I need to do, you know, within my household. So that's something very important to understand. So I think it's kind of like um, a little bit of a dance that we have to do with each other where the man has to understand that if he wants to get sex with the regularity with which he wants it, then he's got to tune in to his woman and make sure that he's meeting a lot of these needs so that she can be, you know, in a headspace and physically, you know, um, um, able to give him what he wants. And then women also have to understand that sometimes you have to be amenable to giving him what he wants to the greatest extent that you can in order for him to be in the headspace to give you what you want. You know, men can relax more, they can talk more and Mm -hmm. bond more once sex is, you know, when they're having sex, you know, and um, and women are able to have sex more when they can talk and bond and relax with you, you know? So it's kind of like one person, somebody has to be the one to say, okay, I'm going to do this to move um, our relationship forward, you know? So even if no, sometimes you're it. not necessarily in the best mood to have sex as a woman, you know, sometimes it helps your relationship to say, okay, let me do this because then it might, Put him in the space to be able to give me these other needs that I have, and him maybe like, okay, I want sex right now, but she doesn't look like she's in the space to be able to do that. So let me help get her in that space to give me the sex. So somebody's got to be able to say, uh, you know, um, to set their immediate need aside to be able to um, to
0: to meet the other person's needs
3: so that ultimately, believe you, get your needs met too. Does that make
0: sense? No, it makes a hug Yeah, it makes sense. And I'll say, you know, I'll back you up again with um, Amber asking that question. That that's where I, you know, that's why I was going to go that the respect area is where you see a man stepping out, similar to what we're talking about. How how if we say generally speaking, women are stepping out because there's something missing from home in general, or emotional need is not being met. Well, because of how we look at the see respect, what happens is if the dialogue between the two has gotten where, you know, again, I, I get again. I'm not, I haven't been married, but again, I know that this happens, you know, even in the dynamic of a boyfriend and girlfriend relationship, sometimes you get used to each other and the way that you talk to one another can, you know, sometimes cross lines. And for men, um, if he can find that woman who talks to him in a way that his woman or his wife doesn't, that could be why he's, why, why he's seeking her out. And even, and even that is a, is, is a seeking in a manner that even him seeking out this, you know, this pleasant coworker or however he meets this woman who speaks, never speaks to him that way, kind of like the woman, he could be doing that without ever realizing this is going to lead to an affair (laughs) brother like you Mm -hmm. he's just so happy to get that that voice or the woman he can speak to who's not going to snap at him and again i'm not accusing Mm -hmm. anybody of anything it's just the reality of how dialogue unfortunately uh can take place sometimes we also could stand to learn the nature of Mm -hmm. both genders so that neither one of us are crossing communication lines like these are things that we should learn. Like there's a way as men, we should never talk to you. Vice versa, there Mm -hmm. is a way that a woman should never talk to a man. And they're not the exact same when we say the way. The way should be understood via the gender that we're speaking to in general, in general. But, you know, since we in our community, specifically the black community, haven't seen it through example um, as much anymore. Unfortunately, those are also aspects to this very conversation uh, whether people think it applies or not, but it's all these small things that are leading to the, you know, infidelity as, as well, if you will. Again, for the caller out there, if you're trying to get in, you do need to press one to let us know if you want to speak. If you're online trying to get in the number is 646-787-1691. A lot of times our new callers don't realize they have to press one. So I'm saying it over and over open that y'all get that. If you're just using the phone lines to listen, that's fine. Um, As well, we do. We are up against our last break. We'll be right back. All I ask is that you think. LNG Technology Services. We are your industry leader in aircraft and heavy equipment repair services in commercial business for over 15 years. LNG technicians have over 150 years of equipment specific knowledge and are known industry-wide for returning worn-out, broken, and overused ground support equipment back to the user and working better than new conditions. For a service job done right at a value unparalleled in the industry, contact LNG Technology Services at 478-781-4860. Again, for a service job done right, that number is 478-781-4860. LNG Technologies is a Mental Dialogue Gold member and proud sponsor of the Mental Dialogue community.
1: Jay-Z sat
8: down with David Letterman, and they both opened up about how their marriages survived them cheating on their wives.
5: Take a look. (laughs) We don't have emotional cues from when we're young. Our our emotional cues, be a man, stand up, don't cry. I have a beautiful uh, uh, wife who was understanding and knew that I'm not the the worst of what I've done. And, like, did the hard work of going to therapy and, you know, like, really we love each other right so we really put in the work and you know for years I'm proud of the father and the husband that I am today
8: Hmm. a lot of people feel that infidelity means the end of a marriage now could you work it through
1: absolutely and I've said that on this show I said infidelity won't be the end of my marriage and I took a lot of heat for that but I think you have to imagine that your spouse is a better person than that right and wants to if your spouse wants to be a better version of himself or herself but why would work you say that i you know,
2: Mammy is listening to this. I know. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. What about you? I know. <laughs> me? Yeah. Ben? That is true. Ben better pack his crap and start running. That's <laughs> 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 i saying. I think it would depend on the situation because if your partner left for certain reasons they're not willing to work on, right. then you can only pull your part of the weight. So I'd be willing to work on it, but I can't say we would survive it. I don't right. know. What about you?
2: All I know is if the most beautiful woman in the world is getting cheated on, what chance do the rest of us have? <laughs> Yes. Good point. Good point. I oh mean, God! The whole idea that men don't cheat when their wives are the gorgeous is a bunch of lies. A man to totally. cheat, is going to cheat. I know. She but she would I the question? Sure. At this point, go ahead, enjoy yourself. <laughs> and on that you, note, we? on that note, we'll be. Right.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Welcome back to the Mr. Dialogue Talk Show. I'm your host, Montoya Smith, a.k.a. Black Socrates, along with co-host Amber Page, our special guest, Marilyn O'Dwini. For this morning's discussion question, why women cheat and why men can't take it? Uh, We started out with the Jay-Z cut, so I thought we'd bring that back again. We're talking about why men can't take it, it, but even in that conversation between Jay-Z and David Letterman, uh, talking about doing the work to make it happen. Again, we've talked about how men egotistically wise, emotionally wise, we typically are not going to accept it. And 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 again people like to make arguments for, well if you can't take it, why would you do it? It doesn't change, in my opinion, the facts to why, in a sense, we can't take it. Um but as Marilyn and Amber both said, in reference to what's happening in the dynamic of the relationship, hopefully you avoid it by Understanding the things that they just talk about, the roles, or like you say, Marilyn, like being willing, being the willing partner to ensure that this dance takes place appropriately. Like, you, yeah, you step up when she's not in a sense feeling it. Like, start thinking of just saying, "Okay, she said no. What could you do to get her to say yes?" Like, those are the things that uh, uh, absolutely I agree in a sense, uh, you know, have have to be. Uh, focused on, if you will. I want to give another thought here that I found on social media. Again, saying there's a role for us as men, at least this is, again, this is me coming to understand and hopefully um, looking to be married one day that, you know, I've taken in these, a lot of these things and, and will use them to my advantage, uh, you know, with hopes of being married one day. But I can tell you um, even what I've learned in the last four or five years it has been a, a huge uh, diverge from what we learn in this culture. Like I had no concept that, if you will, that 50-50 was a burden on a, on our a sister simply because we grew up in an era where your mom was doing it by herself. So you, you're thinking you're being helpful coming in the game doing 50-50 when you grew up in that era. And it's still, still being worked through. There's still nuance through it when you've only seen 50-50 all your life. And, again, I'm not even just personally saying that that's, that, that alone is an issue, but it, in my mind, for me, it was a new construct, and I've continued to explore and see how that in itself can can, can be an issue. Um, but here's another thought from another brother, again, putting some level of responsibility on, on you know, just generally speaking on us as men to think about, if you will. Uh, but this brother says this, and I'll ask both of you do you in y'all opinion, do y'all see how this applies to this discussion? Because um, it's not direct. It's not direct, but I think it does apply. And this brother uh, has been on the show before. His name is Sasa Epo. and uh, he says, "Fellas, if you ain't keeping your dick in your pants, then you do not have a right to tell a woman to keep her legs closed. Let's normalize being the change we want to see. We will gain more respect that way." Um, and my question to both of you is. Do y'all see how that comment applies to this discussion and it can y'all at least I think it connects? I'm just interested in do y'all think it connects if that makes sense?
1: It sounds like uh that's the answer to you know the question, no matter how you ask it, whether it's why do women do it and why do men do it? you know we wouldn't even have to have this conversation if that were. You know, the case If we were following those instructions Absolutely
3: I think Man, the great deal thought. of personal accountability Is um, For everyone You know, um, and knowing um, The role that we play Because it's, it's always a choice And like I said, we've talked about a lot of About a lot of reasons You know, why people You know, um, step out Of relationships But none of these are excuses you know, for stepping out of the um, relationship. We just try to be compassionate to each other and understanding if we have relationships that we want to preserve, you know. And so um, if if it's important to you, preserve your relationship and you want to be able to heal and move past um, infidelity, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Everyone needs to take accountability for their um, roles that they played and and the choices that they made and, and how they affected their partners um, leading up to those choices. So, uh, and, and so everyone can take accountability for those roles. Um, but at the end of the day, um, like I said, that is, you know, if, if everyone minded their own, you know, undergarments, <laughs> we'd be in a better um, position, you know, and took care of their own activities. So, uh, so I, I think if, if I'm getting what you're um, saying right and how you are trying to apply it to this situation, I agree that it does apply. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would, you know, again, um, not to necessarily speak too heavily on a, another person's situation, but um, I think if nothing else, we should cut this part of the segment up and send it directly to um, Pastor John Gray, if, if you will, <laughs> who, who, who once again has publicly embarrassed his wife, yeah. who I, you know, again, outside looking in, I could say I don't know how she does it, um, and mm-hmm. I think we... Based on today's conversation, let's say this at the very least, if that situation was flipped, he probably would have mm-hmm. been gone.
3: He would have been gone. Mm-hmm. He's probably taken a lot of girls' trips, <laughs> a lot of revivals. <laughs> right.
4: <laughs>
3: you know, a lot of evangelism. <laughs> <trips>. <laughs>
4: So she, so she got,
0: so she got, so she has cars blunts, girl trips from here on out, right? That's how she doing. That's how she, that's how she sticks. She in the game. <laughs> that's how I
4: pull out
0: her, her card. <laughs> nah, that is okay. hilarious. Yeah. Well, Marilyn, you have been wonderful. We are at the end of this again. Thank you for being so amazing. But if you will highlight again, I'm asking you to highlight what you're doing because again, I think you help others understand a different paradigm when it comes to this. We've got about a minute and 20 seconds, so, you know, make it short and make sure you get out your contact information more than anything, but thank you so much for being with us this morning.
3: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Um, my name is Marilyn Oswagie. I operate as the Peaceful Black Mama, and I work as um, a cognitive behavioral therapist, but also a motherhood coach and um, conscious parenting coach. So I work with mothers primarily, but families in general, um, supporting them in their growth as um, parents and, um, and families. Um, mothers specifically, I work them work with them in overcoming the challenges of, you know, their relationships um, uh, with, within their family, with their children, with their spouses, and also creating a pathway for them to change the dynamic of how they mother. Whether it's wanting to um, create alternate. Matter of fact, go ahead and get out your contact time. information
0: because we're up against the time. Get out your contact it's information. The, I'm sorry. The
3: Thepeacefulblackmama.com. So hit me up on my website. You can um, email me or set up um, an introductory session for free, and we can go from there.
0: No, I love it. I got some of my followers that follow her, and they love her. I love her. I bring her mm-hmm. back for these discussions. Thank you, Amber. Great time this morning. Watch me up. Watch us on Facebook Live. On Montoya Smith, my personal page, uh, we're going to be doing some lives as as me and Amber go out and have a Buy Black Day. Looking forward to that. It'll be pretty interesting. But we're going to get, you know, we're going to cut up and edit it so y'all will see the final edit in some time. But we're going to be doing some live today. Thank you, Amber. Look forward to seeing you here in a little bit. Thank you, Marilyn. See y'all next Saturday. All I ask is that you think. Thank you.